2: Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Hey,
0: gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's
3: too late to turn back now, it's the Brian Hanks Show.
2: Why, hello there, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in the beautiful city of Kenston, North Carolina. It is Hump Day. It's Wednesday, March the 8th in the year of the Lord 2023, This is episode 817. Let me make sure I'm right on that. Yes, it's episode 817 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Why they'll be joining me at the end of the first hour today for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We've got a, we've got a very good show for you here today and our first hour here in uh, less than 20 minutes or so, we're going to be joined by our regular Wednesday guest, He's the publisher, founder, and editor of the best dang local sports site in eastern North Carolina, ENCMoments.com. Junius Smith III, uh, just uh, JS3 all over the country, uh, just doing a lot of great things, and I can't wait to talk to him. We're going to get caught up. I got to tell you, uh, with this being ACC Tournament Week, and uh, this is our last show here in Kinston. Uh, this week because we'll be in Greensboro and Burlington uh, the next couple of days we'll doing the show from Burlington but we'll be at the ACC tournament actually starting tonight we'll uh, be there to watch Trez play tonight and get some sound and turquavy Smith from uh, from NC State and Farmville Central uh, that, that's the that's the game plan anyway uh, but we'll definitely be doing the show uh, tomorrow with some great sound from uh, the ACC tournament from coaches, from uh, like I said, our Eastern North Carolina uh, athletes that are playing for Carolina and NC State, and uh, probably just talking to whoever will talk to me when I get there. I'm very pumped. I got to tell you, uh, didn't do the ACC tournament last year since it was in Brooklyn. Uh, 21. I didn't do the 21 tournament either. <clears throat> wherever it was that year. Now, in the last ACC tournament I did that I worked was in 2020, and uh, we all remember what happened there. Uh, Ken Watlington uh, will tell you, we were sitting there watching it and uh, watching uh, the president on our laptops, and, uh, man, it was just crazy. It was crazy as they shut down the ACC tournament in 2020, so three years since I've done one. I used to do them every single year, so I'm I'm, uh, I'm chomping at the bit to uh, – to uh, get to greensboro today and uh, i'm not going to be there for the early games but i'll definitely be there for the carolina game tonight and the state game we'll get into acc tournament. we're going to do a pretty extensive breakdown of the acc tournament here in a little bit uh and again when junius joins us here in our first hour we're going to talk a lot about it too we may touch a little bit on local sports uh but with uh, basketball really over we i've got to ask him about farmville central playing in the state championship that should be a pretty good game taking on an undefeated reedsville team so uh really looking forward to talking to junius about all that and i'm sure we'll talk about other things too but again visit encmoments.com and uh sh- show js3 a little appreciation for uh the work that he does for everybody i saw that uh barbara eldon uh made a uh a post yesterday a facebook post encouraging people to uh help js3. He's a one man operation. Listen. He's not got, you know, six or seven people working for him and uh you know, an operation behind him. Junius Junius is a one man operation and does just as much or more than anybody else in this area. And, and I'm not denigrating anybody else. I mean, listen, that's one thing that uh I appreciate all the coverage. I know the kids do too and I'm I'll i will go ahead and name it News News Sports uh doing a really good job. They really are uh, Trey Scott and, uh, the, the guys he's got helping him out. They are doing a really good job over there. And, uh, I appreciate it because I got to tell you, I jump on there and look and see if they've got, uh, if they've got scores that I can't find anywhere else. Sometimes now I find I live, I, most of my scores come from max preps. In fact, 95%, but like this morning, couldn't find the, Kinston uh, Kenston Lejeune baseball score texted, uh, Andrew McLeod. I checked. Got to tell you. Checked the NC moments. It wasn't there. Check new news sports. It wasn't there. Obviously I checked, um, uh, uh, max preps. It wasn't there, but then a uh, thank you to coach McLeod, uh, the Kenston ba- uh, baseball coach just, uh, got a message from him literally about 90 seconds before we went live here this morning. But I guess my point, what I'm trying to say is listen, you know, I love Junior Smith. The third does a great job, but listen, the other guys are doing a good job too. Uh, and you got to give uh, credit where credit is due. And, uh, they're hustling just as hard over there. Michael Humphrey, it looks like he started his own thing. Uh, the former, uh, sports editor of, uh, News, News sports who, uh, left, uh, I guess several months ago in the, in basketball season or whenever it was, uh, maybe it was before basketball season, but I, I notice he's doing his own thing. Uh, listen, the more people we have covering our kids here in Kenston and Lenore County, the better off everybody is. So uh, I know uh, Michael was up at uh, the Southern Wayne game last night. I saw that he was putting video up uh, from there. So, hey, listen, all you could do is pat people on the back, but I'm still saying Junius Smith works his butt off. Listen, Trey Scott works his butt off. Michael Humphrey works his butt off. But it's just neat to see uh, all these different avenues to find scores and uh, to find results and that these kids are getting uh, some coverage here in uh kinston and Lenora county i saw that uh recita cox uh former uh, wcti reporter uh who uh, left here uh, several years ago she's doing some kind of a uh, video thing with uh with kinston basketball or some kinston athletes uh over the summer hey, listen it's all about the kids. I mean, what I do here on the show, I mean, I don't, I gotta tell you, I don't work as hard as uh, Junius and Trey and Michael Humphrey and those guys, but I work pretty doggone hard too. Let me tell you, but, but again, I'm not beating the streets and getting out to every game like these guys are. So, uh, Hey, give credit where credit is due and congratulations to those guys but like i said listen i've been uh, a junior smith the third guy for 10 years now i hired him uh, at the free press as a government reporter hired, begged him to come back uh, from atlanta to be my sports editor there uh, worked with him we he and i helped start news news uh what 6 years ago or whatever and uh, now he's doing his own thing. So uh, I, I'm a little partial to uh, Junius, but uh, listen, kudos to all the other guys working hard out there too. Wow, man, I got off on a tangent there, but uh, listen, uh, Junius coming up here in about 10 minutes or so in our second hour, we're going to be joined by one of uh, Kinston's movers and shakers. He's the owner of Additive America in downtown Kenston. He's an entrepreneur to the max even a former Kinston mayoral candidate uh this is gonna be his fourth time he's been on the show uh, Linda and i were talking about this last night I'm trying to remember how many times he's been on the show this is his fourth time he's got a, a big event that's taking place at his business on friday uh he's having an open house uh, in downtown he's going to tell us all about that i gotta tell you i'm the brian hanks show is advertising with him too but it's zach hawkham i guess i should tell you who it is zach hawkham he'll be live here in color in my uh Uh, plush well-lit studio here on Whitehall Drive and can't wait to uh, can't wait to talk to him Uh, just uh, you want to talk about someone that's got who's effervescent and who has just all the energy in the world and I'm jealous of it because I'm 54 years old and went to the gym at five o'clock this morning and I'm sore as anything right now I wish I had Zach Hawkins energy man and just the great stuff and the great job that he does uh got so many things i mean i'm giving he's got the whole hour we're doing the birthday game here in the first hour because i want to have zach hawkham for a full hour here on the show talking about everything that's going on i'm going to ask him uh listen city council races are this year we've got three city council spots that are opening up uh this year or that we're not opening up i don't know who's running for re-election we'll get all that information soon but um I, I i he ran for mayor last cycle i'd like to see if he's thinking about running for city council this time but we'll we'll get all that information from zach here uh in our next hours he'll be with us for the entire second hour so i'm pretty excited about that okay uh listen i did want to uh thank man there were so many people out there yesterday but uh we talked about the uh uh fairfield park uh, re, uh opening their playground equipment yesterday or uh, having a grand opening, a ribbon cutting, whatever you want to call it. And as you know, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm on the Parks and Rec Commission here in Lenora County. And, uh, man, just an awesome thing. Now, all that stuff had come to fruition before I joined the Parks and Rec Commission back in November. But I'm telling you, man, it is beautiful out there to see the kids out there. I saw uh, Coach Perry Tendall and uh, Mrs. Coach Lauren Tindall. Uh Their kids, uh, they posted a picture up on uh, Facebook, or Miss Lauren did of uh, their kids out there enjoying the the playground equipment. It's just beautiful. And it's just – what was neat was you've got the TV stations out there. I think Channel 9 – I know Channel 9, Channel 12 was out there. And uh, the the neat thing was – Hearing the kids behind us, I mean, you you have Corey Povar up talking. You've got uh, Chris Suggs, who, by the way, as you remember, was on the show yesterday. Great appearance by him yesterday. Felicia Solomon, the mayor, uh, up making uh, comments. But where I was standing, I was standing right beside the equipment and uh, the new playground equipment. You could hear the kids going down the slides and playing with all the stuff, and it, it just—I got to tell you, man, it is. It. I've got a cold heart. Okay, I mean, well not as cold as some people, I guess I'm looking at you, Jonathan Massey, but, uh, nothing just really warms the deepest, darkest cockles of my heart. than uh, hearing kids laugh and having fun. And it was, we were having all this pomp and circumstance, like I said, with Corey and, uh, Chris Suggs and Felicia Solomon and the mayor making their statements, uh, you know, in front of a microphone. With about, I don't know, 100, 120 people, it turned out yesterday. It was really, really a great ribbon cutting. But uh, to uh, hear the kids playing behind us, they just let the kids run around and play behind us. And I know it was good B-roll for the TV stations and stuff who were out there. But it was really neat for us, too. Uh, Like I said, those Parks and Recreation Commission folks, they had all the Parks and Recreation staff out there. Well, except for Jonathan Massey, but, uh, it it was really neat. It it was a lot of fun yesterday and, uh, kudos to uh, our parks and recreation department. I have said it for the longest time. I've said it since I got here 20 years ago and I mean it as much now as I did back in 2002. Listen, we've got the best parks and recreation department in the state of North Carolina. I'm not just saying they're not a sponsor. I'm not sucking up to a sponsor here. They should sponsor us, but I'm not sucking up to a sponsor here. I'm telling you, the Parks and Rec Commission or Parks and Rec Department here in uh, Lenora County, we are so, so, so lucky to have a Corey Povar and a Scott Alston and a Josh Bass. I'm going to forget names. A uh, um, uh, Melissa, uh, all the folks that are there, that, uh, Thurman Pate, all the people there that work so hard uh to provide uh hundreds and thousands of children here in Lenore County with uh with uh athletic opportunities and and like I said even yesterday now a brand new playground over at uh Fairfield Park take your kids out there i mean it is really super freaking cool you need to go out there and get it checked out and listen i and i hate that i wasn't able to i think i was doing an ecu game they had a, a day out there i don't know two or three weeks ago where they uh put the playground together i mean they had all the equipment out there and they had the community come in and help out and i'm telling you chris suggs did a great job out there felicia solomon was out there uh as she likes to say uh, putting her hands to the work i mean she was there like i said commission or uh, uh Councilman Suggs was out there. And it was just, I saw all the pictures from it. And to see the finished product yesterday, it's just amazing. Okay. Get your kids out there to Fairfield and I promise you will enjoy it. Okay. I tell you what, before we jump into, uh, tell you what, I think we're going to wait and get, uh, uh, Junius up here on the line with us. We'll go through these ACC tournament games with him here in a little bit, but let me thank, uh, our title sponsor of the Brian Hank show. It's Lenore community college. For almost 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Lenore Community College, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks out there for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. We truly, truly do appreciate them. And uh, we couldn't do the show without them. That's the absolute truth for sure. They have been... Uh, A big-time supporter of this show and uh, cannot even begin. And and me in general, uh, through my stops at the Free Press and News News and and now here, I really do appreciate uh, all those folks over at, uh, at Lenore Community College. Tell you what, uh, before we get Junius up here on the line with us, I do want to catch up with uh, our hometown heroes. And you know what, maybe we'll uh, hit the scores from last night too here locally. But, man, bad news. Yes, I'm looking forward to the ACC tournament, and I I really am. I got to tell you, again, it's been three years since I've been there. I can't wait. And, but part of what I was looking forward to was tonight being on press row and watching uh, Reggie and the Mavericks take on uh, Brandon and the uh, Pelicans. That game is going to be on ESPN at 7:30 tonight. I saw, man, how cool is that going to be to be watching two former players who played in the ACC tournament—Reggie at Carolina, obviously, Brandon at Duke—and to be able to, uh, you know, watch the ACC tournament tonight live and then be able to watch them on my laptop. Probably not going to happen now. Uh, Reggie, unfortunately, uh, now they won last night uh, at Utah, or I'm sorry, at home versus Utah, but he left the game uh, with a quad injury in the first half. He only played uh, for eight minutes last night. He did have two rebounds and an assist in that limited time, but uh, he left the game with a quad injury, and with them traveling to New Orleans tonight, uh, I will bet – I would bet John Dawson's salary that uh, there's no way that Reggie plays in that game tonight. And this is going to be the last regular season meeting between the uh, Pelicans and the uh, Mavericks. I was really, really, like I said, looking forward to seeing uh, our two Kinston kids take on each other tonight on ESPN. Again, uh, it's not been announced yet, but I'll I'll go ahead and uh, it's not hard to figure out uh, with him, uh, with Reggie missing the rest of the game last night. There's no – I doubt he even makes the trip to New Orleans tonight. And it would be silly for him to make the trip too. So, uh, and it's road games the rest of the week. They play uh, at New Orleans tonight, and then they're at Memphis on Saturday. Uh, my gut is with a 10-year veteran like uh, Reggie, they're just going to keep him in Dallas and get him right for the stretch run. And he's just – he. And it, it, what breaks my heart about this is he's, he's turned around. He had a really slow start to the season, Reggie did. Playing really well now, and uh, and again, I mean, with Kyrie and with Luca, just what a great opportunity. I mean, he's at. So you heard Richard and Richard Clark and I talking about it yesterday. Just this position that he's in. He, I don't think there's a better team Reggie Bullock could play for in the NBA than the Dallas Mavericks right now. Uh, uh, a defensive specialist who can also hit that three pointer out in the corners and luca drives he kicks it out Kyrie drives he kicks it out and now somebody else is going to be getting that opportunity so get well soon reggie uh just uh really hoping uh, he starts feeling better soon and that uh, he'll be back for the mavericks really soon probably not going to be tonight though i'll still watch the game tonight don't get it twisted i want to watch brandon and i like messaging with donald during the game uh brandon's dad uh donald but uh, it just would have been so sweet to watch them too, because they end up, inevitably. They end up matching up against each other three or four times again. More than that, probably eight or ten times during a, the course of a game. I was really looking forward to uh, being able to see that. Unfortunately, probably will not happen tonight. Uh, but uh, the Mavericks, they're in fifth place, are thirty-four and thirty-two. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, they are thirty-one and thirty-four. They definitely need a win tonight uh, if they're going to stay in the playoff race for sure. So there's your NBA update. Uh, how about LCC uh, baseball team? They were supposed to play yesterday, but the games, uh, the doubleheader they had scheduled yesterday ended up being canceled. So they are off until Saturday. Uh, they are at home Saturday against Southeastern Community College. They'll play a doubleheader at Lancer Field. The Lancers are 12-7 and seven right now, and this is going to be a pretty big series for them. They play a doubleheader Saturday. It begins at noon. And then they play in Whiteville Sunday at noon. Uh, so that's going to uh, a big series for them this weekend. I'd uh, love to see them sweep that. I, I'm, 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 I'm speaking it into existence here, Coach. Uh, hometown heroes, Trez and Carolina. We're going to talk a little bit about that here with uh, Junius in a few moments, but they play tonight at seven o'clock. I will be in the building for that. I'll have you some great sound from uh, Trez tomorrow uh here on the brian hanks show from uh from burlington yes i know the tournaments in greensboro my hotel's in burlington though and uh and i need to tell you this too this is going to be really cool we're going to have uh the next two days uh, thursday and friday show we're going to have brett kennedy from wcti he's covering it for uh channel 12 he's going to be there with us in uh uh in greensboro but he's also going to be live on the show with me both days, Thursday and Friday, as we uh, come to you from the Piedmont Triad, uh, Greensboro and Burlington, to uh, bring you the ACC tournament. Also, Scott Whittington is going to be with us uh, live in our well in, in our mobile studio in a hotel room somewhere in Burlington. How's that? Uh, and then our other guests too. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have Harlan Neal. He's going to be up at the ACC tournament. Big Duke guy, and you know. He brings you games here on, uh, on Friday nights, uh, basketball games, he and Barry Stallings, big Duke guy though, but well, he'll be live on the show tomorrow in our second hour. Uh, and then on Friday, another treat, Chris Edwards, who's been bringing you, who's been doing play by play for, uh, the ACC tournament. He's going to be joining us uh, live on Friday. So, uh, yeah, uh, the next two, of course, Shane Albee in our first hour tomorrow, Mark Panicelli in our first hour, uh, on Friday So uh, if you like ACC tournament, by God, we're going to be bringing it to you in all uh, different kinds of manners and everything over the next two days. Uh, So... Uh, buh, 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 buh. I tell you what, let me thank uh, our good friends over at uh, Spence Automotive. Spence Automotive, it's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Spence Automotive is owned by local spo- sports writing legend Keith Spence. And just an all around great guy, Keith Spence. Good looking to- dude, too, okay? Let me tell you, I mean, I not you know, anyway, uh, Spence Automotive is open Monday through Saturday at 7 30 a.m and uh listen he takes care of all your car needs and also sells great tires too if you've seen me puttering around and i gotta tell you this last set of tires he's put on my car has have been amazing they have been the best set i've had on my mustang since i bought it seven years ago but listen give keith a call at spence automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the brian hanks show sent you and I don't think uh you would mind if you told him uh Junius Smith the third and ENC moments sent you two, right? I wouldn't mind at all. There you go. Uh, my my man, my dude junius smith the third joining me live here on the spence automotive guest line and uh we're here for a good time not a long time junius we're gonna go about 20 minutes or so here and uh and usually you're my uh, my local sports expert well not usually you are my local sports expert you know everything going on in prep sports but and i text you about it this morning i want you to put your acc basketball hat on do you mind doing that here for the next 15 minutes or so I don't mind, even though I'm not going to like it. <laughs> okay. Well, dude, I'm just going to go ahead. I said it yesterday, so I'm not breaking any news here right now. Dude, I got Carolina going to the championship game. Now, I got them losing to Duke. I got another Duke-Carolina championship or Duke-Carolina game this year. But, dude, I really think Carolina – I think, I and I look back at last year, and I know – you know what? Like, we're going to break down all these games, but I, – I, a little foreshadowing here junius i really think carolina they have more talent than anybody in the acc outside of duke probably if you just talk raw talent duke's probably got what four or five nba players where carolina's only got maybe two uh but uh dude i just think there's too much talent on that team they you saw what they did to virginia a couple of weeks ago i think they're going to beat virginia i think they're going to make it to uh, i think they're going to beat state because i think state's going to make it to the uh final four, and then I, th- or final four of the ACC, then I got Duke, Carolina, dude. I would actually say Carolina, Miami, but hey, tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato, indeed. Okay. Hey, let's break down some of these, and I've got all this information. Dude, I'm just giddy to start talking about. It. Let's talk about yesterday's game, and we'll breeze through these real quick. Uh, Georgia Tech and a very exciting way to uh, tip off the ACC tournament. Georgia Tech sixty-one, Florida State sixty. Georgia Tech's thirteen seed. Guess you could call that a minor upset of number twelve seed Florida State. Florida State ends nine and twenty-four. Uh, any thoughts on that game? Well,
0: Georgia Tech is a fun team, so they're they're going to do some damage here and
2: there. I and they did like they did yesterday for sure. How about Boston College and Louisville? Boston College a ten seed. Louisville, of course, just the. Awful season they've had, uh, the 15th seed. But Louisville led at halftime of that game 34 to 31 over Boston College. And I was just – I got to tell you, Junie, so I was like, oh, my God. If Louisville – wouldn't it be something? They would have to win five games in five days to win the ACC tournament. But I had that little vision of my eye, in my eyes of, oh, my God, Louisville might pull this thing off. But then, of course, they fell back to earth into the second half, and they finished the season 4-28. and 28. They lose 80-62 to 62 yesterday. Your thoughts on Boston College, Louisville.
0: You gotta remember Louisville is an ACC team, so I mean, like they're gonna have
2: moments where they they look good, but I knew it wasn't gonna last. Yeah, I did too, dude. I watched. Did you see the Virginia at Louisville game uh, three weeks ago, three and a half weeks ago? Did you get? It, did you catch any of that? I not part of it, dude. Louisville gave Virginia everything they could handle, and it took a a shot in the last minute of the game for uh, for my who's to come away with that win, dude. Just – yeah, Richard and I talked about this yesterday, but I, you're a big ACC basketball fan. I'd love to get your view on this. How in the world is it possible that Louisville sank – dude, four wins. They finished 4-28, and 28, dude.
0: Look, they've got a lot of pride. And, I mean, I, I've seen them give Carolina all that they can handle. So, I mean, like,
2: I'm not surprised as far as Louisville having moments where they – They look like a great team. Well, I'm telling you, one of the neat things, uh, Richard and I were texting during that game last night, the uh, Louisville-Boston College, which, by the way, we should give Boston College some love. They did end up winning the game 80-62 to in advance to uh, today's uh, second round. But uh, Louisville, or uh, Richard said, I should pull the text up here, but it was funny. He's like, it looks like these guys are basketball players that just learned how to play basketball like two years ago. Hmm. That's not a bad analogy, is it? It ain't. Well, there you go. 80 to 62. Boston College over Louisville. That was the second game yesterday. Then the nightcap last night. And I pretty much watched all of this game last night. Uh, Virginia Tech rallies past Notre Dame sixty seven to sixty four. It's Mike Bray's final game as a fighting Irish coach. But Gotta give them credit. Yes, they finished eleven and twenty-one. Notre Dame does, but they fought all the way to the end. But I gotta tell, you, did you did you watch much of that game last night?
0: Honestly, I didn't watch any of the games. Like I, I just been kind of in
2: my own little world. Okay. Well, I, well, then let me tell you, dude, uh, from my point of view. Notre Dame led pretty much – Virginia Tech led early, then Notre Dame took over, and they kept a six- to eight-point lead pretty much all the way into, like, the final three minutes of the game. Virginia Tech put on a little push. But, dude, have you ever watched a game before? And, and I guess you'll probably use Carolina as an example here, Junius. <laughs> but have you ever watched a game where your team has led the whole or a team has led the whole way, but you just have zero confidence in that they're going to keep that lead? That is exactly what happened with Notre Dame last night, man. I mean, even uh, I think it was like 320 left in the game. They're up six. But I just had no confidence in them. And sure enough, Virginia Tech made the little run, and uh, they won that game last night. But have you ever felt like that watching your team or any other team?
0: Numerous times,
2: (laughs) (laughs) as have I, my friend. As have I. Okay, hey, let's get into today's ACC tournament games. Man, four games today from uh, Greensboro. It kicks off or tips off at noon today. The nine seed Syracuse. They're seventeen and fourteen. Uh, overall, they finished, like I said ninth in the ACC at it with a ten and ten record. They faced Wake Forest, who is the eight seed. They're eighteen and thirteen overall. They also finished ten and ten. Uh, Wake Forest are uh, three point favorites. The over under the high. This is what shocked me: the highest over under of all four games today is this Syracuse Wake Forest game. It's one fifty three point five. Syracuse won the uh, the the only time they played all season. Was on Saturday, so they didn't play each other all season. They played each other on Saturday, and now they're facing each other in the first round of the, or I'm sorry, in the second round of the ACC tournament. The winner will face number one Miami. Your thoughts, uh, Junior Smith, third Syracuse versus Wake Forest. I think
0: Wake Forest is going to pull this one off.
2: Okay, and why is that?
0: Yeah, I just, I just feel like Syracuse, um. Yes, they got the win the first time around, but wait for us. They should be up for this game, and they'll be ready.
2: Well, there you go. Uh, Again, two teams are very similar. I mean, their records are almost identical. They were identical in the uh, ACC. I got to tell you, though, dude, anytime – I I am so sick of Jim Boeheim. I don't know how you feel about him, Junius, but I can tell you personally – I've just got you know, and it started years ago after Syracuse joined the a c c and all the shots he would take at Greensboro and you know his Waffle House comments and all that kind of stuff dude are you are you a fan of jim are you pro jim Bayheim anti- jim Bayheim or Jim Bayheim neutral
0: I'm Jim Bayheim neutral. I mean ultimately, I don't care you know uh, the only time that I really cared enough about Jim Bayheim was um when he got Carmelo and won the two thousand three title. And then when Vermont not him out of him
2: out in the first round, dude. That that warm. Uh, I like to talk about the deep dark cockles of my heart, Junius. That warm the deep dark cockles of my heart. I've just never liked him. I didn't like him when he was in the Big East. Then when they came to ACC and he takes every shot he can at uh you know at the the triangle teams or you know our big four teams here in North Carolina. I hope Wake Forest. I know it's a three point spread uh for uh, wake forest but man i'm telling you now i hope wake forest just blows him out today but that's the first game today at the uh acc tournament in greensboro game two today <clears throat> will feature uh the 13th seeded georgia tech rambling wreck they are uh 15 and 17 overall they finished 6 and 14 in the uh eight or in the acc this year they will be taking on to me <sighs> dude I hate the way Pittsburgh lost uh on Saturday that knocked them down from the one seed all the way down to the five seed, and they're having to play today and didn't get the double buy. But it's Georgia Tech versus Pitt. 21 and 10 overall, 14 and 6 in the uh ACC this year. Pitt are seven point favorites in that game. The over-under is at 143.5. Now the Panthers swept uh the Yellow Jackets this year, 71 to 60 at Georgia Tech, and then 76 to 68 at Pitt. The winner what do they get? Why they get to face number four Duke. So, uh Junior spent the third, your thoughts on Georgia Tech Pitt.
0: Well, Pitt's got the, um got the ACC coach of the year and Jeff Capel, and I feel like status quo will continue to rain.
2: I do too, and hey, nice little win for Georgia Tech yesterday. But I, I'm with you; I think their season comes to a finish. They've already swept them this year, not that they were blowouts. I mean, one's an 11 point win at Tech, and then a eight point win at Pitt. But I just, dude, I have been impressed by other than the the man or the uh, the little many controversy of Jason Cable uh, freaking out. At uh, dude, I always get mixed up. Jeff Capel's a head coach. Jason Capel's the, the brother that played at Carolina, right? Right. See, I always get them mixed up. Other than that little brouhaha or whatever it was at Carolina when Pitt won at Carolina this year, dude, I've been very impressed with what he, with, uh, what, uh, Jeff Capel has done with this Pitt program this year. What do you think? Well,
0: he, he's been absolutely tremendous.
2: Okay. Uh so anyway, that game, that's the two thirty game today, Georgia Tech versus Pitt. I think both of us have Pitt winning that one. Oh, wait a minute. Did you tell me who do you have in Wake Forest Syracuse? Uh I thought
0: um Wake
2: Forest. Okay. There you go. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. I want to make sure. Okay. Those are the two early games, the two late games today, uh man distinct uh carolina north carolina field of both of them number 10 boston college 16 and 16 overall they finished 9 and 11 in the acc this year taking on the seventh seeded carolina tar heels 19 and 12 overall uh 11 and 9 in the acc now are you sitting down right now junius i am how about carolina are 10 and a half point favorites against boston college in this game dude
0: I saw that and I was just sitting there like Yeah. If I was a betting man, I'd take the under.
2: Yeah, no joke. Ju- well 138.5 is the over under, but I could not believe that's the biggest spread of the day today, Junius, is that uh uh ten and a half point favorites, dude. Not that I you know, and I I've given betting advice here before. I'm telling you this, dude. I'm getting up with uh the website that I get on and betting, and if it's still ten and a half when I get off the show today, I'm uh I'm I I may put uh I don't know. I may put a uh uh I'm gonna put a few shekels, I'm gonna put put a few uh jelly beans on that and I'm gonna take Boston College, dude. And I don't blame you. I mean, dude, that's crazy. Ten and a half dude, Virginia lost at Boston College I just I think uh I think Boston College is better. Than uh, ten and a half points. I just I I can't even imagine that. Now uh, the uh, the Tar Heels did beat Boston College earlier this year, seventy two to sixty four. That's the only meeting they had. The winner takes on Virginia. Uh, Your uh, your thoughts on uh, this Boston College Carolina game tonight?
0: It's gonna be a lot closer than um than ten and a half, but I feel like Carolina is gonna squeak by just off the fact that they know what to say.
2: Well. Uh, obviously we need, uh uh trez said it yesterday here on the show and tuesdays with trez uh baycott said it after the loss against duke on saturday they pretty much they know they got to win the acc tournament probably i mean to be guaranteed well obviously if you win the acc tournament you're guaranteed into the ncaa tournament but i my gut is junius I think if they win three games, I really do. I think if they win tonight, tomorrow against Virginia, uh, for, uh, Thursday probably against NC State, and then end up playing whoever they play for the ACC championship on on Saturday, I think three wins gets them in. That would put them at 22 and 12. I think uh, beating Virginia again would definitely help their uh, RPI and you know all that stuff they look for. I just I honestly do. I think if uh, Carolina wins three and makes it to the championship game they're in, what do you think?
0: nah they gotta win the ACC tournament like I really don't see
2: any other way well there you go Uh, prediction for tonight Carolina Boston College
0: Carolina should win like I said um, it'll be close but I feel like Carolina will win
2: under the 10.5 point spread though right yeah Dude, I'm telling you man. I'm I'm going I'm going to make some money on this, dude. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be I really I dude, I had to, I even double checked it because I was like there's no way. I mean, dude, when you look and Wake Forest are just 3 point favorites. Uh, how about Pitt 21 and 10 against Georgia Tech? They're only 7 point favorites and heck. The game coming up, we're getting ready to talk about NC State versus Virginia Tech. State's only 3 point favorites. I mean, by far Carolina, the big favorite. Now, it, it, again, it just shocks me. And again, the winner of that uh, Boston College Carolina game tonight takes on Virginia tomorrow uh, in Greensboro. So the late game tonight, Mr. Clemens, this is for you. It's eleventh seeded Virginia Tech, uh, nineteen and thirteen overall. Eight, they finished eight and twelve in the ACC. They are taking on the number six Wolfpack from NC State, uh, twenty two and nine overall, twelve and eight in the ACC state. Three-point favorites in that game tonight. The over-under is 149.5. Jun- uh, State won at uh, Virginia Tech this year. The only time they played, 73-69. Uh, to 69. The winner of this game takes on uh, third-seeded Clemson. Junius, uh, Virginia Tech, NC State, your thoughts? I
0: feel like NC State should win this game pretty easily.
2: And why is that?
0: Like NC State's firepower has been absolutely tremendous, and
2: they—I I don't see Virginia Tech on pulling this one off. Well, they struggled mightily with Notre Dame last night, as we as we talked about earlier. I mean, just uh seeing that i mean notre dame was just awful the worst season they have just like louisville the worst season they've had in in a long long time and virginia tech struggled with them i'm with you i agree with you not that i i'm not as confident i mean it's only three point fairs but you gotta think man state's gonna win this game i'm thinking they won the first time 73 to 69 i see it kind of being like that maybe uh maybe even like a 75 70 75 68 kind of win for them tonight dude
0: you know, it wouldn't surprise me, but I I'm confident I'm staying for this
2: one. Well, very good. Well, then that sets up uh, the the quarterfinals of the ACC, and and we we agreed on all four games. Uh, so uh, Wake Forest. Let me just get. Uh, we'll, we'll just go on out and game by game it here uh, for the next couple of minutes, Junius. Uh, then the quarterfinals would mean uh, Wake Forest, the eight seed, taking on Miami, the one seed. Who do you have in that? Miami. Very good. Uh, Pitt, uh, who we both have beating Georgia Tech tonight, taking on number four, Duke. Who you have, Pitt or Duke? I've got Duke, even though um, it's going to be a close game. I agree. I think it'll be close, too. Uh, we both have Carolina beating Boston College tonight. Not by 10 and a half, but I have, we both have I – mean, you know what's going to end up happening. I'm going to put a lot of jelly beans on this, and then it will be junk time at the end and – Caleb Love's going to get a, hit a three in a in a eight point game and make it an eleven point game and I'm going to swallow my teeth and and lose my hard earned jelly beans tonight. That's what's going to happen, isn't it?
0: You know, it would not surprise me.
2: <laughs> but uh, well, carrot,
0: go ahead. It wouldn't even be Caleb Love. It'd probably be like Pete Nance or something. <sighs>
2: You know what, if it was Trez that hit it, it wouldn't bother me because that's Trez, you know, but any of those other Carolina losers, whatever. Okay, uh, Carolina versus Virginia tomorrow, who do you have? I got
0: Carolina, again, like strictly out of desperation.
2: Yeah, dude, I agree with you, man. And I said something that, uh, again, I got to ask, are you still sitting down? Yes. Dude, I kind of want Carolina to win tomorrow, dude. And I mean that because that would mean – that it you know that would help uh virginia's in if virginia loses tomorrow they're in the ncaa tournament now their seed's going to fall down to right now they're uh, a low four high five seed if they lose tomorrow to carolina they probably drop to a six seed and i hate to see that maybe even a seven seed in the ncaa tournament we know they're in but for carolina to win that would really help them and and again you know i'd love to see trez just have a great game tomorrow but so uh, that's, I, I'm with you, dude. I'm picking care. I can't believe we've agreed on seven straight games in a row here. I'm with you. I think Carolina's going to beat Virginia and then, uh, NC state versus Clemson tomorrow. Who you got state or Clemson? I got state. <laughs> God, we're eight for eight dude. And I agree with you. I think that, uh, that was an anomaly that state Clemson game a couple of, uh, what, uh, two weeks ago where Clemson just blew out state State is much better than that. And I think it was one of those cases where they got down early and they just, uh, their shoulders dropped and they just, they didn't play well the rest of the game. But I've got State winning that. Okay. ACC semifinals then. Miami versus Duke. Who you got Thursday night? I got Miami. Ooh. (laughs) that's the first time we've disagreed i've got duke winning that one but i think it's going to be a hell of a game i think it'll be one of those all-timers but i think duke would win that and then care dude how about thursday night or i'm sorry friday night in greensboro if it goes the way you and i got so it would be duke miami in the first game carolina versus state in the second game dude who you got in that game
0: I got Carolina, but it certainly isn't going to be an easy one. I mean, NC State is going to – the thing about NC State, they always have one game where it's like, how did you lose to that team? (laughs) And I feel like this will be it.
2: Well, there you go. So, State versus Carolina. And then for the ACC championship, uh, you've got Miami versus Carolina. Who wins that one?
0: I'm taking Miami. Like I feel like this this Carolina team has been infuriating <laughs> at all times. You know, maybe it's the best to get utilized a little more. I feel I feel more confident, but for the
2: time being, like I'll probably go with Miami. Okay, so in your scenario, Junior Smith III from ENC Moments dot com, you've got Miami beating Carolina in the championship game. That means Carolina ends up uh, going into you know the the whatever the post ACC twenty two and thirteen. Does that get them into the NCAA tournament? I don't think
0: so. Wow.
2: So we'll be watching NIT games in Chapel Hill next week. Then is what you're saying. You will. I'm. I'm crazy. Love it. I love it. Well, I've got Duke playing uh, Carolina for the uh, ACC championship, and I got Duke winning. But I disagree with you on. I think, and I think it'll be a good game. I mean, they've played each other just incredibly tight two times this year. Duke and Carolina have. I think Duke completes the sweep. But I think it's a good game, maybe even an overtime-type game. And I'm thinking something like 69-67, Duke wins. But Carolina, you know, plays so well, goes 3-1 and one this week in the ACC tournament. And I think they get in. I think they'll be an 11 seed in the uh, NCAA tournament. Now, having said all that, I, they better win tonight. They better beat uh, Virginia tomorrow night. Uh, and I think if they lose to Virginia, I don't think they make the uh, NCAA tournament. So they've got to make it to Saturday for me for them to uh, make it to the tournament. And, uh, am I crazy? What do you think?
0: Like I said, I feel like Carolina has to win the ACC tournament in order to get, into play- get a nom in the NCAAs.
2: Well, very good. Well, I'm going to put a quarter. We've got you here for another minute or two. I'm going to put a quarter in the machine of uh, of uh, prep baseball. North Lenore loses their first one last night, but at a very good Southern Wayne team. We know how good they are. They're four and zero now, but uh, North Lenore loses that game eight to six. It's their first loss of the season. Uh, I know you weren't there, but uh, just your thought your your thoughts in general of that though. It'll be
0: one of those games that. It's going to help North and North as far as, you know, focusing, just knowing that, look, we are a great team, but you cannot get slack in any capacity. And they've got a big one to get some green central on Friday
2: on the road. So we're going to see how this think about that. There you go. But again, eight to six Southern Wayne beats uh, North and North last night. Uh, paired Academy dude, five and zero. Oh, they, uh, travel to Raleigh, take on Wake Christian. They win that 12 to five dude. Is this is this shaping up to be I mean we we we've talked all preseason about how good North Lenore is gonna be, and I think Lenore Community College has got a good chance to make uh, a really strong postseason run. Is Paro, how good is this Parrot Academy team, Junius?
0: I haven't had the chance to see them yet, but I mean the way that they're they're going at these teams, look, don't be surprised. Dude. they're pretty good things.
2: i love it i love it dude and uh, like i said uh parrot academy and hey, we're gonna have uh coaches on next week I- i've really not done a lot with high school baseball i want to have all our high school baseball coaches on the show next week so we'll be talking to them Bethel Christian, they win their season opener uh, last night, 8-7 to seven over Greenville Christian. Kinston plays Lejeune last night. Uh, they lose 22-6 to six over at Viking Field. They're now 0-2, but I do want to thank Coach Andrew McLeod. I sent him a, uh, a, a text message about, I don't know, 6.30 or so this morning, and he responded to me right before the show started. Really do appreciate him uh, for sending me that score, but 22-6. to six. Dude, uh, thoughts on Kenston uh, high school baseball this year?
0: You know, it's, it's definitely going to be one of those things where they're they're going to fight. If it's one thing they kissen is going to do, they're going to fight.
2: So, wow! And listen, Jason Bryant just sent me this message. This is pretty cool. He said it was a seven to six lead for Lejeune until uh, until the last inning. How about that? So they gave up fifteen runs in the last inning, dude. That that's that's got to be heartbreaking, you know? Yeah. Uh, green central final game last night, they defeated, uh, Eastern Wayne, 12 to two. They 10 run them. Uh, the Rams are two and two, but like you said, I mean, they've got Wilson hunt today, but then, like you said, they host uh green or they host uh North and Oregon on Friday. Uh, how good is this Rams team this year, dude?
0: You know, they're, they're pretty strong. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, in the past, it, it was a bunch of um, freshmen and sophomores and now, you know, you got juniors and seniors, so they,
2: they're right there. Well, very good. Well, listen, Junius Smith III, encmoments.com. I know I saw it was really cool. Uh, you, you put up a, a Facebook post yesterday about, you know, listen, hey, you're a one. I talked about it in my monologue. I hope you got a chance to listen to it, but I doubt you did, but if, I hope you did. Or if you don't, you listen to it later. But uh, just how you're a one man operation. I mean, you're taking on these operations that have five, six, seven people and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And. You know it's harder on you. I mean, you're a one man operation. But I thought it was really cool that Barbara Eldon jumped on there and re and shared your post and then encouraged other people to help if they can. I know that's something you would really appreciate, isn't it, Junius?
0: I really would because it, like losing a couple sponsors this week, it, it really hurt. And I mean, like I'm I'm just I'm just trying to trying to make
2: it work. Well, dude, you know you got my support, man, and is it, any way that I can, dude? Okay. No doubt. I appreciate it. Listen, Junior Smith's third, encmoments.com. I know your basketball teams, your postseason basketball teams are going to be coming out uh, all area, all ENC moments soon. I know all the spring coverage you're doing too, dude. Keep up the great work, man. We will talk to you soon, dude. All right, sounds good. That is Junius Smith, third uh, from ENC moments. I'll tell you what, we went a little bit long with him, but it's all right. We're going to play the birthday game. Now we're going to wrap up the first hour. We're going to go a little bit into the second hour here. And then when we come back, uh, we'll start the second hour with Zach Hawkham from additive America. Very excited to have him live here on my, in my studio on the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore community college. It's hump day, (laughs) ironically enough. Uh, Wednesday, March the 8th in the Everlord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. It's that game. John Dawson, you were struggling. You'd lost three straight days in a row. By God, you took control of your own destiny yesterday as you won four to one. You now only trail three days to two so
3: far here in March. Congratulations. Now, thank you, Brian. It's, um, I'm full of pride, or it could be seltzer.
2: I'm not sure. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what, we, we always, I got to tell you, uh, I don't have anything. Usually we have a little banter thing that we'll do uh, before we just jump right into the birthday game. I'm fresh out of banter, gentlemen. Jonathan Massey, what do you have?
1: Uh... <laughs> Uh, 8 o'clock appointment so let's get this thing moving
2: yeah, I like that wow. we, uh, well, well, we're we playing this in the second hour today
1: ok well I got a 9 o'clock
2: appointment <laughs> there you go that's a good way to put it Sean uh, Dawson
1: yes
3: banter I, I may have brought this up on a previous show but I'll bring it up again because we skipped right over because somebody was talking about something that had nothing to do with what we were talking about That uh, seems so
1: unlike us <laughs> what's,
3: the, what's the latest show you guys
1: are watching 1923. Uh, Prime, what's your? I don't know. Let me think for a second. Uh, Pokemon Indigo League. I watched that with Maris.
3: Well, about two weeks ago, I got caught up on Billions. That's probably still my current favorite show. It, Bill
2: Simmons loves that show. I need show. to watch it.
3: And it's it's I, and you can just rewatch them and this you know because there's a lot of stuff going on. If you turn your head to cough, you've missed eight plot points. But I also got into watching The Offer on Prime. And it's about. That's the, a- the making yep. of The Godfather. Epic stuff. I mean, it's from the producer's point of view. Francis Ford Coppola has disputed some of it, but based on what I've read Coppola say, now I think it's probably 65% true. God, I knew the mob had a problem with it and they had to take the word mafia out of the script to keep the mob happy. Yeah. But that's just the tip of the iceberg of <laughs> the mob involvement in this thing. It was cheap. just watch it. It's a guarantee. Well, what's
2: it on? Amazon
3: Prime. Okay. And it's only
2: ten episodes, and that's, that's it. But okay, it's the one you were talking about a couple of days ago. Maybe it was even late last week. You said that you knocked it out in a weekend.
3: Well, I was doing a lot of stuff out in my office, so I would, you know, accomplish some work, watch an episode, work a little more. You know, it was
2: kind of a yeah. reward for getting stuff done. How sad is it that I can't even tell you what? Uh, I, I saw Cocaine Bear. Did I tell you about that? <laughs> God. <laughs> I
1: believe this is Trice.
2: Uh, yeah, I believe it's because I've been watching a lot of sports lately. And, you know, with the ACC tournament going on, uh, what, uh, started last well, night? Well, I used
3: to look forward to the ACC tournament the NCAA tournament, but I don't think I'm going to have any reason to watch this year.
2: Well, I, I mean, well, last heel- night was day one of it. So well, uh, day two is tonight. I
3: swear I'm going to hit him <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know what's happened to my heels. I think my coach has become a um, – you should
2: probably get some inserts. that probably Stubborn. probably help your feet. <laughs> what? You said your heels. <laughs> we can't forget it. You've got to tell us about Goeco Office Automation, the title sponsor of Ye Birthday Game. Well, unlike
3: the coach of the Tar Heels, Jacques Pasileg knows what he's doing, apparently, because <laughs> Goeco Office Automation is going through the roof. They've got customers coming in from all over the state all over the country they got people sneaking over the border and I'm talking about Canada coming down here to get their uh, office automation supplies from uh Choc Pasolet, because in Canada, they don't know. Their bacon is weird. Up there. They, they have
2: weird bacon. They don't
3: have good bacon. If they don't have good bacon, your country's really not worth yeah. talking about. Yeah. That, Brian.
2: I love it. Uh, if you want to be pleased and as giddy as I am with this Canon MF-420 copier sitting right here over my right shoulder. I don't
3: think anybody needs to be as giddy as you are, Brian.
2: I'm pretty giddy. Uh, yeah. yeah I got, it, it, I, it,
3: do it, you want it, me to put it, my
2: shirt back on or... Uh,
3: Oh, I thought that was just a hair shirt.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, I've gone uh, without a shirt so far this episode. Massey, stop trying to turn the radio. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Jonathan Massey, why don't you tell us? Is this a pepperoni? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting to start with. And secondly, <laughs> they don't look like pepperonis. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, if we want to call Jacques Passelig, how do we do that?
1: Well, first of all, I think you took it a little too far with the pizza thing, because it does not need to be smelling like sardines in here right now. Second of all, wow. if you want to get up a Jock like you just need to give them a call at 252. 252. 286. 286. 286 53 5, 5354. 5, Five, four. Yeah, if this
3: show was video, we'd have to do it like Ed Sullivan did Elvis on Brian. Just shoot him from the waist up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you go.
1: Yes, I'll take a large uh, supreme, please. And a bucket. What are
2: the websites?
1: Goeconc.com or what is Goeco.com?
2: There you go. Hey, we got two musical hints here today, uh, John Dawson. Hey, everybody, yeah. cover your ears. No, you're going to like this. I promise you're going to like this. This is our first artist. He was born Gary Anthony James Webb, but we know him better as... Gary Newman. Gary Newman. The song "Cars." The album. No clue.
3: Really? I something for the something age. I don't know. The pleasure principle. Well, same thing. There you go. Year. Nineteen
2: seventy-eight. Seventy-nine. Ah. Uh, okay. You were just a year off. Here in my car. was very influenced by Kraftwerk,
3: like their song "Germany." Yeah. Yeah. Kraut Rock, as they call it. Well, that's probably
2: politically incorrect now. but That's what yeah. they call it. Uh, I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. You've seen, you've seen Beer Fest, yeah? They get, they get ready to go. I have Beer Fest on uh, VHS up in that closet, okay? They get
1: ready to go to Beer Fest, and the, the big one goes, let's go sour some krauts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, but, yeah, I've got uh, I've got that on uh, VHS up there somewhere, it's dude. Not DVD, VHS John Dawson. hmm what do you, uh, Gary Newman?
3: What little I know about him. He's a pretty inventive guy. Smart pop music. This is kind of reminiscent of Audubon by Kraftwerk. There you go.
2: Uh, Gary Newman. How old is he today, John Dawson? Now 70. You say 70. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 71. He was born March the 8th in the Everlord Lord 1958. So he's only 65 today. Mm. So that means when this came out in 1979, he was only 21 years old at that time. There you go. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I mean, to yes. have, I mean, a worldwide hit like that at age 21. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we got another musical hint. Yes, I'm trying to.
3: This is the only thing on WRNSAM right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's not wrong okay he's the last surviving the only surviving member of this band and I gotta find a good one how about we'll do this oh the monkeys the, the Peter only Torque. surviving man. Peter no, Tork's Torque. gone Mickey Dolenz Mickey Dolenz is still alive
1: Rock, oh, crap. Is
2: great song, song. Mm-hmm. thank you Pleasant Valley Sunday is that a I, Neil Diamond one? Yes. Yeah. Look at you, dude. You're yeah. freaking on fire. Another Pleasant Valley Sunday. I should have probably picked a song that uh, <laughs> this that is he fine. was a lead singer and of, though. This is fine. They're all, the all on the
1: same. Same. The guess, uh, it. Album.
2: Greatest hits. Nope. Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. Yeah, they were a pretty good band, weren't they?
3: Oh, great! In they a lot of great songs,
2: like good records. Yep. Mickey Dolans, it's your turn, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Seventy-six. You say seventy-six? How old is he, John? He's not seventy-six. Seventy-seven. He was born March the 8th in the year of a Lord, 1945. That means he's 78 today, John Dawson. You're up two to nothing. But you know what, though? For Jonathan Massey not to have any idea how old Mickey Dolans is, you know what? You got to give him a little bit. I gave him cut. nothing!
1: <laughs> I was trying to get you not to do it so I could go.
2: He'll give me nothing. <laughs> I thought you were trying to make sure I didn't forget to do it. I'm sorry. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's
1: fine. He got a twofer.
2: There you yeah. go. I did get a twofer. It just, it just it makes my pepperonis get, happy. Usually okay? only does that at Fleet Week. <laughs> it makes my pepperonis happy. You didn't hear what I said. Yeah. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, Fleet Week. Yeah. Just yeah. two? <sighs> okay. He had a coupon. You're up two to nothing, John <laughs> Dawson. It goes back to you.
1: Now his way around the Dinky.
2: Wow. Wow. Uh, she, uh, he's married. He was- man overboard! <laughs> Sorry, <God almighty>.
1: use <laughs> this man on board. <laughs>
2: I got to give it to him. That's good. That was was that not for you? Are over there laughing to death? Yes, that was funny. That was good. You got to give him credit. I give him nothing. <laughs> there you go. I've got three today. I love it. Uh, he's married to uh, Sarah Michelle Geller.
1: Freddie Prinze Jr. <laughs>
2: Big Showing wrestling thing. Nothing ever him. worked out for that guy. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, the son of Freddie Prinze Sr. <laughs> How'd you know that?
3: Did you know? When how did, he, did you? How did you know that? When he made his uh, Tonight Show debut in the seventies, he had like a he was a Freddie mat- Prince Jr.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't born in the well, yeah, we'll see
3: what year he was born. Go ahead, Freddie Prinze Sr., the guy we were just speaking about. He made his debut on the Tonight Show he was doing stand-up and the crowd just went crazy and that's what kind of made him blow up and his stand-up was good but one reason the crowd blew up is sammy davis jr was on the panel that night and he went out and sat under the cameraman sat indian style and every time he told a joke he just befalled laughing and the crowd followed and it made freddie prince blow up
2: that's awesome that's yeah. that's
3: that's very nice and if you made it on uh if you made it on the tonight show you never had to worry about money the rest of your life there you go uh, Freddie Prince,
2: Jr., how old is he today over there, Dizzle? 48. You say 48. What do you say, Jonathan Massey?
1: 49.
2: Ah, you went the wrong direction. He was born March the 8th, 1976. He's 47 today. So for the second day in a row, John Dawson, guess what? Perfect game alert. Perfect game alert. John Dawson is up 3 to nothing. Let's see how he blows the perfect game today.
1: I would have thought he would have been like fifty one, ish. Well, Chico
3: and the man came was after the tonight. I figured he didn't have a kid till he had money, but I, I was
1: guessing. He's a big wrestling fan, and he was doing an interview the other day about the stuff, and he looks
2: old as crap. Really, very gray. Wow, well, dude, I was gray at forty six or forty seven, so you're
1: you know. not rich and famous. That's true. You're locally famous, just not
2: you know. <laughs> globally okay it's three to nothing and it goes to you jonathan (laughs) massey what's wrong nothing why are you holding that hockey stick to your head like you're getting ready to break it over your temple just so you'd stop the show and derail it again (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm a little worried i'm not gonna lie okay here we go Uh, uh nbc evening news host lester holt today is lester holt's birthday jonathan massey when I could
3: still stomach national news, he was the last guy we watched. Hey, and he's still doing it, I think, isn't he? Oh, he's still doing it. I just, yeah. I just don't believe anything anybody says now wearing a tie on television. I'm in
1: so much trouble. I'm seventy-seven.
2: He says seventy-seven. What is your guess over there, John Dawson? Sixty-six. Could have kept going. You really had no idea who we were talking about, did you? Well, you said he was still
1: doing it, which made it seem like he well, was... Well, he's
2: been doing it for 15 years, probably.
1: Oh, you made it sound he's like He's
3: 64. He was... oh, okay. He's been doing it since the previous guy made up a story about being in a helicopter fight. Yeah,
2: there you go. So he was born March the 8th, 1959, so he's 64 today, and oh my God... Guess what, John Dawson? What? You're up four to nothing. Mm-hmm. You're on the threshold, on the precipice even, on the edge. As the Moody Blues saying, on the threshold of a dream, Brian. There you go. You're up four to nothing. And, dude, this was written for you. He's one of the all-time great point guards in Carolina and ACC basketball history. He won a couple of titles with the Houston Rockets in the NBA. He's now a fixture on TNT's NBA coverage. Uh, oh, it's Kenny, Kenny
3: something the kenny, jet
2: smith kenny, kenny the smith. jet smith well would, and i gotta tell you as much and i always talk oh, what are you saying sorry? i was gonna say they
3: would have had another final four or at least maybe championship if
2: some player from whoever it was didn't break his wrist break his wrist yep yeah but uh man listen here it goes again go ahead and get ready to take shots at me i love kenny smith i like kenny smith when he was in carolina take shots at you for well because that. i hate carolina Based on nothing. Well, based on I just can't stand their fans. Their fans are just terrible, except for you. Have you ever met a Duke fan in li- in real life? I was married to one, remember? She was crazy about Duke. <laughs> remember her and Becky watching Duke Carolina
3: games? I never, I never saw a Duke fan in captivity until Shashevsky got there and started winning.
2: And I can even tell you better than that because uh, I'm four or five years older. I didn't even know... Duke didn't even really exist in northwestern North Carolina. It was always state and Carolina, state and Carolina. Even yeah. Wake Forest was better than Duke at that time. And then all of a sudden, Shashesky gets there, and everybody's a Duke fan.
1: Yeah. I would bet my life that Thurman Pate was a Duke fan. I would Mark guess Krzyzewski. that too.
2: Well, that's how he got his tickets. He'll tell you that. You know, he's an Iron Duke, yeah. and he got his Iron Duke tickets before Shashesky got there and has been an Iron Duke all these years later. So. We've got one for you, okay? So Thurman Pace. So there's an exception to every rule. There you go. But, yeah, no, you're right. That's how he got his tickets, and he's been an Iron Duke for, what, like 50 years or something crazy like that. How old is Thurman? We were, so we we, were talking about that the other day.
1: We were trying to figure it out at work. He'll never
2: ago. listen to this, and I wouldn't want to insult him anyway. I love Thurman, but Thurman's got to be 85, right?
1: No, I don't think really? so. I think, I think he's... Eh? I think he might be playing in the ballpark at eighty, but okay. nobody knows. Thurman is a great mystery. He, uh, do you know Thurman Pay? I don't know. If, we nobody can figure out his home address. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sounds like my kind of guy. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know if he has a social. <laughs> he
2: <might not> <laughs> is he Creed Bratton? Uh, he might be, dude. In <clears throat> the last such, a, tell him though. He's such a nice guy. Oh, Thurman's I, awesome. Salt okay, of the earth, so nice guy. W-
1: this is just. Now, it doesn't really benefit the guys in the office, but, and it kind of makes us look like schmoes, which not hard to do. But, uh, Thurman will, on, uh, certain, like on Valentine's Day, he'll, he'll get f- like a rose for all the women in the office. Mm-hmm. He'll, uh, once That's a old year, school, man. <clears throat> yeah. Brian uh, gets one. There's for like, us. A <laughs> <laughs> ah! um, there's like some weird, you know, there's made up holidays like National Women in the Workplace Day or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> but Thurman will take all of them to lunch. It's just his little gestures. Well, nicest guy in the world. But let you know, me tell you,
2: they love him. As, go ahead, I interrupt you. Yeah, sorry.
1: Now, I will say that uh, there was one guy tried to cross Thurman Pate and his name was Thurman Peak. That was a Creed Bratton joke. The last oh, okay. guy to try to cross Creed Bratton, his name was Creed Bratton. They've never Zai found Day him again. again. Oh, he yeah. took over yeah. I get it. I get it.
2: They love Thurman down at South Lenore because he's pretty much the same way down there. I mean, he's, he's an a assistant. Yeah, well, he's an assistant awesome. softball coach, assistant volleyball coach, assistant girls basketball coach. And he volunteers his time. He won't take a dime. Or the work that he does down in South Oregon every year. Now, I don't know if they still do it. I don't go down to South Northern as much as I used to, but the South Northern softball team every year would take out a billboard to thank him for two months out of the year. We love you, Thurman. Thank you. And it'd be a picture of the softball team that year, you know, all like hugging him or something like that. A, a billboard. Mm-hmm. I just saw it. He is just, he's beloved. And I have to say this, too. And, and I. Getting maudlin or anything. He was just always so good to Tina. Tina, you know, mm-hmm. loved Duke. You were talking about crazy Duke fans. Yes. And he would, well, when I say give, I mean, basically gave us his Duke tickets a couple of times a year. And she was just so appreciative. She would, you know, make him a card, not, you know, uh, buy a card, mm-hmm. make him a card and, and thank him. And she loved, I mean, he's just got this thing with women, man. Women love Thurman Pate, man. Am I joking? Mm-hmm. Women love Thurman Pate. Even though he's 85 years old,
1: women love free lunch.
2: (laughs) But it's not just that; he just got such a good heart, man. I mean, and and again, I can't tell you. uh, We probably went to 12 to 15 to 16 Duke games that Thurman uh, just loved, loved love Tina, and
3: when he was giving those tickets away, oh, he
2: could have made the
3: top three teams on the planet
2: a gazillion dollars off those tickets, and he gave them to her. He's just just that kind of guy. Anyway. Hey,
1: how do we get off on? Th-
2: We're talking about Kenny the Jet Smith. You're going for you a perfect you, game here. You
1: like Kenny Smith. You hate Carolina fans. Ah,
2: there you go. Yeah, and I said, and, it, and it's
3: and it. based on nothing. And you said, uh, da, da, da.
2: yeah, there you go. <clears throat> That's how we went down that road, dude. John Dawson. Yes, this is for a perfect game. Your ninth perfect game in this game's in this show's history. Can you do it? How old today is Kenny the Jet Smith? Come on. dude. We want you to get this. We want you to have this perfect game. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <gasps> 56. You say 56. Jonathan Massey. He's not 56. How old is Kenny the Jet Smith? 55. You got to lay something underneath this. Congratulations, John Dawson! You get the perfect game. Let's see. I want to find. I didn't even want to look it up because I didn't want to ninth. I know yeah. it's his ninth, but I wanted to see when well, his last perfect Well, I got to learn
3: sign language was. now.
2: <laughs> your last per—wait a minute! I keep saying ninth. This is only your eighth perfect game. Oh,
3: it's rigged.
2: How about that, dude? Uh, your fr- your last one was November the seventh, <laughs> so it's been. December, January, February, March—four months ago since your last perfect game. He he never gets this excited for my perfect games. You've had twenty-nine of them, okay? So there you go. So your eighth perfect game in show history, John Dawson. Congratulations!
3: Thank you, Brian. Aren't you proud? Yes. For some reason, I've lost my voice. (laughs)
2: There you go. So John Dawson, how about that? Uh, You win five to nothing. It's now tied three days to three, and in the all-important tiebreaker you now lead the overall birthdays 18 to 12 here so if the if it were like it did in January come down to a tie you would win the month. Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Listen, uh, if you're uh, no local birthdays here today, of note. So if your birthday is today and you're listening to this and you're like, Brian didn't think my birthday was important enough today, I had somebody tell me that a couple of weeks ago that you didn't include my birthday. I'm like, we're not Facebook friends. They went, oh. And I said, that's where I get my birthdays from. So now they're my birthday friend, but they won't, or they're my Facebook friends. you are so giving me way to too much information <laughs> way too fast. There you go. But you just had a perfect game, John Dawson. You've got to be giddy. Giddy! No. Okay. Hey, uh, if today's your birthday, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. Congratulations. you got to give us the rare Oh, rare rip. (laughs) Did he do it right, Jonathan? He did. It's his thing. (laughs) Okay. Well, there you go. Congratulations, John Dawson. Uh, Listen, thank you for listening to the first hour of the Brian Hank Show. Zach Holcomb here in the second hour of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College.